Well, Cabinet has approved the amendments to the Public Administration Management Act. It was announced by the Justice and Correctional Services Minister, Ronald Lamola, yesterday. The aim of the act is to improve the professionalization of the public service. Professor Jolene Stein-Kutzer is a senior research specialist at the Human Sciences Research Council. Uh, Prof, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to have you on. This conversation around professionalizing the public service, I mean, you know, as it, it, it has been taking place for as long as I can remember. I, I remember the introduction of the Batupeli principles to the public service where um, service delivery was being centered. And yet there seems to be somewhat of a disconnect between what is in policy versus what the experience sometimes, and I must emphasize, sometimes of the public service is? No, definitely. You know, I think that when we kind of look at at the development of the narrative around public administration, the public service, professionalizing the the public service, um, the Batupele principles really stressed almost a client-focused public service where your general public becomes the center and the focus of how services should be delivered. Mm. Um, And you do, on the one hand, almost have a disconnect between what the policy narrative is and what the real experience of ordinary citizens are when engaging, you know, whether it be local councils of national government or alternatively with with professional government. Um, I do think, you know, kind of just looking, if one takes it from the Batupele principle perspective, that there really is a need to start doing almost a skilled audit Mm. um, within the public service and not just looking at your formal qualifications, but actually looking at what are the softer skills that public service uh, employees may need in order to deal with the broader public in such a manner that they actually ensure that the the dignity of the ordinary person um, is considered at all times. One of the things um, that the president spoke about, this was during uh, Public Service Month, was the, the ability to build a capable state. What role does the public service play in that? And when the public services seem to be inefficient, um, does that ultimately mean that the capabilities of the state are stymied in some way? You know, I think key to to looking at building that uh, developmental and capable state, a state that is really able to address um, our socioeconomic transformative needs, our developmental needs, again, as I've mentioned, is looking at what soft skills are needed, Um, looking at the different portfolios and also creating administrative stability within these portfolios. Mm. You very often find in local councils where you have acting director for two months and then a new person steps in for another three months and then another person steps in for another three months and no appointments are actually made to create almost that institutional continuity. Um, also looking at, at your your key positions like city managers, for example, mm-hmm. um, positions that become highly politicized and open to political contestation at the detriment of creating administrative stability for development. You've touched on such an important point because oftentimes we do see uh, 
office bearers, political office bearers, whether it's your ministers, your MECs and uh, mayors, getting involved in administrative matters. And ultimately, it's infringing on the responsibility of the professional public servants who are uh, tasked with the responsibility of ensuring that the output of, of the state is at a particular level and, quite frankly, is, is somewhat independent from the politics at play. No, um, definitely not. I think, you know, a, a key thing for me or a key example for me would be if you look at some of the coalition governments at local government um, level that emerged after the 2016 local government elections and kind of how that political administrative interface, that line has blurred mm. to such an extent that the focus does not become on the developmental needs, transformative needs, um, socioeconomic transformative developmental plans, but rather on the political theatrics. Um, and ultimately, I think, you know, if you are going to want to build that capable developmental state that is focused on the general public, um, a professionalized public service, mm. one does need to start reducing the possibility for these political theatrics to play out in the administrative sphere. Taking a look at where we are realistically today, uh, Professor Kotsa, we do have many senior appointments that have been made, sometimes not on the consideration of people's expertise, but rather uh, on their political affiliations. And these people are in those positions often permanently. How do we begin to change that? Well, I think um, a key thing is going to be, as I've mentioned, there really is a need to start looking at a a skills audit um, and looking at, you know, some of your formal um, criteria. You're looking at your experience, your qualifications, And I think also another key element for that would be using the performance appraisal processes Mm. to see to what degree people who occupy key portfolios are actually delivering um, on their key performance targets. Um, And of course, with that, if there is non-delivery or non-performance, some sort of consequence management and further training that would need to happen. What kind of role do you think a formal graduate recruitment scheme for the public service would have on renewing the public service and also professionalizing it? You know, it can play a very, very positive role because you would find graduates coming in. um, They would have just completed their formal training at university level. They may have been exposed to newer methodologies, newer um, technological advancements and new views and perceptions. But of course, the only kind of kivit um, in that scenario is to what extent then politics would start coming into into play. Mm. Um, you know, would new recruits be able to really give all they can give or would there be political pressures um, that would kind of undermine the ability of new graduates to really fulfill their mandate through such a program. Very briefly, uh, Professor Kotza, do you think it's possible to divorce the public service in, in the current political climate in South Africa from politics? No, I think, you know, that there will need to be kind of a major shift in terms of, of political culture and how the, the public service is viewed. Um, you know, we, we can we currently have a situation where 
very often there is a perception that the administration is almost the realm of politics. Um, and that is the job of council. Council is the realm of politics where you set the policy agenda. Mm. The administration needs to implement the policy agenda. And I think there does need to be kind of a little bit of a shift in that organizational thinking. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Professor Jolene Steinkutzer is with the Human Sciences Research Council. It's 9.30. Nomsam Gluli has your latest news headlines.